0: Welcome back to the Lars Larson Show. Pleasure to be with you on a Tuesday. Hope you all had a wonderful weekend. And remember the reason we mark Memorial Day every year. Let me start with some calls and see what's... Let's start with a naysayer. Jed is on the line in Sandy. Hey, Jed, thanks for listening on the Radio Northwest Network. What do you and I disagree about today?
1: You know, it's about the needle exchange programs. And as much as, I mean, I think it is kind of silly to provide clean needles. I think that if it's strictly about finances and trying to save the taxpayers money, I believe that...
0: It's not. Well, I don't I think, think I, I mentioned that the I, I even said the monetary concern is is the lesser of my concerns, although it's in there. I could think of a lot of better things to do with $200,000. How about take 200 rape kits that have not been processed? They're about 1000 bucks a piece. I'd rather spend it on that than buying a clean needle that is only clean until an addict, and many of the addicts have uh, disease problems, sticks it in his or her arm, and then think about the literally hundreds sometimes in some cases thousands of dirty needles that that reporters have found uh, easily by walking into the public parks of the nor- cities in the northwest it's it's insane we're handing these needles out they're dirtied up by an addict uh, who may have added HIV, hepatitis C, and a bunch of other disgusting things to the needle, who then drops it in a place where your kids might step on it. Now, what part of that makes sense before you even get to the dollar figure?
1: Oh, I mean, I miss—I guess I missed some of that. My main concern was Perhaps. I believe it'll cost the taxpayers more money. How? Um, well, for example, uh, through my employment, I work with a lot of people who are in drug and alcohol rehab. Uh-huh. And... Um, the ohp some people will qualify for example to get the hep c cure yeah. which is tens of thousands of dollars yeah um, and if they've been clean for a certain amount of time they'll qualify for that and that's coming out of taxpayer money um and just uh and, and, and what you're
0: out. assuming let me let me state the assumption and tell me it's not if we hand them clean needles they will stay clean and never use dirty needles and get hep c and have to get the cure is that a good assumption
1: no, I don't think it's a good assumption. In but fact,
0: I if, if I give him a clean needle, you and I probably have to run errands all the time. I know I did. I spent part of the weekend running errands, right? Mm-hmm. Go go somewhere, get something you need that you can only get from one place and go somewhere else and get something else you need and, and fix things at the house or whatever. Do you think the addict who feels the need, he's jonesing or she's jonesing and needs needs that shot right now? Do they think, I think I'll get on the bus and ride for 30 or 40 minutes to get down to the clean needle exchange place where they're going to give me a needle or two, and then I'll take it home and I'll use it, and I'll get my Jones taken care of then? Or do you think they think, I'm going to use whatever's within reach? Now, if they, if you give them free needles, anything given away free of charge, the demand is almost going to be infinite if the if the item has value. If I was giving away bruised apples, but I was giving them away for free, I guarantee you the box will be empty within a short period of time time. So everything that is given away free, they'll say, look how many people used our clean needles. Well, I would love to have somebody do a study, a real study, sit down with some real addicts and say, with clean needles available, did you ever get clean needles? Yes. Once you got clean needles, did you ever also use dirty needles? And I'm willing to bet that almost every single one of them did. Do you think that's a good assumption? I think that's a safe assumption, but I think
1: just to uh come up with a $200,000 mark, you'd only need 10 people
0: to... Uh... If you could keep 10 addicts clean, if somebody is a hardcore drug addict who is not getting his own needles legitimately by buying them at a pharmacy, which you can do, and the cost, you're, you know, the as I understand it, because I've never bought heroin, thank God, uh, it's 10 or 20 bucks for a hit of heroin. And you're doing this probably every day or at least every other day. Uh, the needle is going to cost you fifteen or twenty cents, and this person no, has I... so little regard about their own health that they'll spend ten or twenty bucks on a hit of heroin, but they won't spend a quarter, two bits, to buy a clean needle.
1: Right, but I'm saying if you can get, if you could only get ten people out of all of Multnomah County, which is a lot of drug users, to use clean needles exclusively exclusively. I think that that's possible.
0: Can you show me, people. could you show me what? In fact, I would love to see the person who says, Jane here has been using for the last five years. She shot up, uh, you know, 15,000 times. To- yeah, about 15. No, not 1,500. Yeah, 1,500 times in that time. And she's always used clean needles because they're available. Do you think that person exists? Because it sounds like a unicorn to me.
1: No, but you don't you know, Contract a disease every time you use a needle. Now, the uh, that's true. I'm just saying only just all, it would only take 10, ten, let's say hep, people with Hep C, uh, ten people to not contract that um, to to basically say to come up with the two hundred thousand dollars because they're going to get the care paid
0: for. That's by the that's probably true, and I would love to meet that unicorn person because I don't think they exist. The other problem that I mentioned is this. The dirty needles get dropped by the attics wherever they use them. They get dropped in the water. They get dropped in the parks. and, no, and
1: I'm, uh, I'm, I'm simply just arguing the financial point. I, I think know, okay. there's a lot of other poor, uh, you know, bad, bad outcomes from it. But I'm just saying that I think that financially um, you only have to have 10 people not get hep C to the clean needles, and you will save the uh, taxpayers money. Otherwise, it's going to... If, if those 10 people get it, it just costs taxpayers more
0: By money. the way, what do you think the message is that's communicated by the fact that both states, Oregon and Washington, have largely decriminalized heroin, meth, and cocaine? uh, heroin. Oh, I being... didn't agree
1: with it. Well, I, I know, I... <laughs> but
0: then, then we say not. And then Seattle wants to set up a shooting gallery run by the city on the taxpayer's dime with supervision. So you can go and shoot up under, under supervision paid for. What is the overall message we're sending when we say it's decriminalized? We'll give you the needle and we'll even give you a nice, clean, comfy place to shoot up is the message. We want it. We want you off drugs.
1: Uh, it wouldn't appear that
0: way. No, no I, and that's the way it appears to me. I mean, in, in other words, you probably communicate a lot of things to your coworkers, to your children, to your spouse, uh, in ways that are both direct with words and indirect. You know, your wife takes you to a restaurant you're not that crazy about. You don't say, "Wow, the food is really great here," because but you go there because she likes that restaurant. And then she goes to places you don't want to go. You know, that you don't want to go to. Uh, but But you communicate things. As a society, we're saying to people, we really don't want you on drugs because once you get on drugs, you're so obnoxious, nobody wants you around, so you end up living on the streets and treating the street like a toilet. Uh, Oh, but by the way, we don't want you taking drugs because that's one of the primary reasons you're living on the street and why you're so obnoxious that no member of your family and none none of your friends want you at their house, so you're living on the streets. So please get off drugs. But in the meantime, here's some clean needles. Oh, and by the way, here's a nice, clean place to shoot your stuff up. Oh, and by the way, we'll decriminalize it, so there are no penalties uh, for having the drugs on you. What message are we sending?
1: Not a good one. And like I said, I you know I have I've never used drugs a day in my life, but um, I just think that there is an argument to be made. That it could potentially save taxpayer dollars,
0: and I'm willing to taxpayer. accept that you are right—that that it may actually keep one, you know, one person or ten people or twenty people from getting those diseases. Maybe, but your kids might step on the other one and get it there. You got the Lars Larson show.